It wasn't until I turned 30 years old that I finally grew up. I began to reflect over my life and I was able to see the dysfunctional patterns in which I lived by. I took accountability for my actions and now my passion has led me to share my story with others. I plan to share my story with others so they can avoid making the same mistakes I made. I can't change anything that I've said, anything that I've done, and I pray that the people that I've hurt have forgiven me. But my mission and my mistakes have only made me stronger. They've only changed me in ways that I could have never imagined. I thank God for all of the things that has brought me to the place where I am today. Here's a look at Ambitious Souls Podcast. Broken heart again, another lesson learned. Better know your friends or else you will get burned. Gotta count on me, cause I can guarantee that I Welcome back to another episode of Ambitious Souls Podcast. So I want to first begin this podcast by just apologizing to my audience. My last podcast episode did not go as planned. I definitely didn't expect to be so emotional and not being able to get through the entire episode. And um, I really am sorry for that. It's just, you know, sometimes... The past, even though you think you've moved on from it, it still hurts. You know, there are still wounds that you try to cover, but unfortunately, you know, they're still there. Like you cover them, you mask them, you band-aid them, but there's still things that, you know, come up in your everyday life. And I certainly want to apologize for getting emotional. 
Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast after all. I hope that it was very informative to you. And I hope that it helped somebody. Um, because that's always the goal for me is to, you know, use what I've been through to help others. And so I felt the need, you know, just really in my heart to come back to you guys and just try to give you an update on where I have been. It has been over a year since I recorded a episode and I feel like, you know, that's unfair to my listeners. That's unfair to the people who really relate to me in so many ways. And, um, I apologize for that. Life has happened and it's kind of one of those things that I've really put down and I'm not sure if I ever pick it up again. So I just want to be clear about that. So since the last time that I've, you know, recorded an episode, I was trying to buy a house and I was living with my mom. I think I said that, but if I didn't say that, um, yes, I was living with my mother trying to save for my down payment. So I'll give you guys pretty much a rundown on my life for the last year. So in January of 2021, I found this beautiful house and, um, it was going to be built actually. Um, it was going to be one of those, uh, construction homes. It wasn't a house that was already built. It was something that I was going to have to wait, um, to be, you know, built and, you know, go through all that process with picking out the floors, you know, picking out the door, the front door, all of that. So anyways, I did that. And in the beginning, you know, I had a lot of people um, advising me and uh, I was really kind of scared of $1,900 being my mortgage. But a year later, uh, I wish I could take that back. I wish I would have moved in this house. This house would have been ready by now. It was a great rate. Um, It was something affordable. it was in Baytown, uh, Texas, and it, it it may have just worked for me. But unfortunately, uh, due to certain circumstances, I pulled out of the country. So we fast forward a few um, months later. Um, I think it was like April 2021, April or May 2021. I found another house in Richmond, Texas. And yes, I am all over the place. I am one who does not move in, uh, who does not mind moving to Africa. So I was in Richmond and, um, same thing. The house was going to have to be built. And I just really was in love with the floor plan. I was in love with the neighborhood. I love the school district. And unfortunately, um, after maybe like a month or so in the contract, my lender was not able to, um, follow through with, um, my loan. There was some circumstances, um, that, you know, came about and they just couldn't, they couldn't, you know, follow through with the loan and the lender pulled out and they were like, okay, we could redo your contract, but at a higher price. And so that was like, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> that was another regret. Um, I wish I would have done that cause their houses would have been finished. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So I found another house, maybe like another month or so afterwards, same thing needed to be built. And it was in Angleton, Texas. 
and um it was a good price i think the house was like 283,000 um and um it was a really nice floor plan still same thing four bedrooms um two and a half bath game room um i paid my earnest money just like i had done in the other two contracts and it just something wasn't sitting right with me and um i felt like it wasn't for me and i pulled out of the contract and um I still stand by that decision. I feel like it was a good move to make. Um, so we moved forward to, um, what was it? I think it was um, November, November, December, something of that sort, 2021. And, um, Find another house, you know, same thing, needs to be built, you know. And um, this one was a five-bedroom with a game room, two-and-a-half bed. It was really nice in Rochere. And um, when it came down to closing, uh, what the, you know what? Matter of fact, I take that back. This house actually was already in the building stages. So everything that was already picked out was picked out by somebody else. So... Um, I didn't have to do anything. And um, like I said, when it came down to closing in April of 2022, they wanted 24000 to close. And I didn't have $24,000. Um, I probably was close to twenty, but even then, that would have been all my money saved. So I decided that I was going to get an apartment. And unfortunately, my car started acting up. So I ended up having to get a new car. And I reluctantly decided to get another car note and so you know that's another thing so I don't say all of that to you know discourage anyone from getting a house um but I will say you know you have to be consistent with what you want um I'm very indecisive that is something that I struggle with right now and I pray that God gives me the strength to let my yes be yes and my no be no and that in the future I would learn how to stick by, you know, what I want and not be so all over the place. Um, but again, you know, you just have to be consistent in what you want. And you also have to think realistically. Um, the last house that I wanted was almost close to 350000 And, you know, that note was going to be pretty intense for me as a single mother by myself. But it was something that I wanted and it was something that I was going to struggle to pay for. And so ultimately, I do thank God that, you know, I did move into the house because I would have been house poor. But at the same time, a part of me feels, you know, heartbroken. Like I walked that house, I prayed um, in the rooms and I would drive out there, you know, to check on the foundation and I mean, check on the progress of the building. And, you know, I shared these things with my family and my friends. And it, I know they probably was tired of me. They was like, here she go again. But um, I can say now that I'm living in an apartment. I won't do that again. <laughs> apartment living is not for me. Um, my neighbors are very noisy. It is very stressful, you know, to be living under someone and they make noise all day, every day. You know, it wakes me up out of my sleep. 
I've said something to the front office and it falls on deaf ears. So I just pray that God continue to give me strength to just endure and, you know, learn from my mistakes and, you know, get to a point, you know, where I'm financially stable and I can make the right decision for me and my children as far as a house is concerned. Um, I will say <laughs> it is a myth for people to tell you that you can um, dispute everything and get it off your credit. I will be the first to tell you that um, cleaning up your credit is a hard, it's hard work. It does not take any time to mess up your credit, but to rebuild your credit and to regain good scores, it takes time. It does not happen overnight and you really have to work hard at it. It takes years and um, the higher the credit score, the better. You know, when you walk in somewhere and you have a 700 um, or higher credit score, they literally going to be throwing stuff at you. Um, even at my closing, I was at a 650 credit score. Um, my middle credit score was 650 and it still wasn't enough. You know, my interest rate was out of the roof. And so, you know, you can't just go in with the bare minimum and thinking that it's going to move mountains. You have to be prepared to do the work and you have to um, be ready to pay some of that stuff off. Now, I'm not saying that I haven't had anything removed, but um, for the most part, a lot of the things that I have had removed, I had to do the work and actually, you know, um, pay to get those things removed. I had to settle some accounts. It wasn't something, you know, that I just called them and they were willing to, you know, take off my credit. Also, you know, the best thing is finding a good realtor. Find someone who doesn't mind fighting for you. Find someone who will go to bat for you and helps you think realistically, you know, um, someone who doesn't just look at you as a dollar sign or, you know, um, commission, you know, they just want to get you in any house. They want you to settle. Um, I'm not one of those people who think, oh, I'm going to give me a starter house and I'm going to move in. I have moved so much in my lifetime that this is it. Yeah, I'm going to be one and done. I can't say that, you know, God doesn't have a different plan for me, but God knows my heart. And I have moved around Houston Texas, um, quite a lot. I've moved too much for my own liking and I want my children to be stable and I want them to have a solid foundation. And I don't feel like moving them around would contribute to that. So I do want to add that in. Um, but it's been a hard year, you know, um, I also decided to make a move, um, as far as career is concerned. Um, I love working at the DPS. Um, unfortunately, my past caught up with me and I resulted um, to doing some things that I'm not proud of, you know, seeing and moving in a way that is a reflection of my past. I really felt like when I woke up, you know, at 30 years old, it was it for me. You know, I had really changed and I had really grew. And unfortunately, change is not that easy. You know, it's something that you have to consistently do. It's something that you have to work at every day. You know, if you think about it, it's 365 days in a year. And I didn't realize that I was a damaged person to others until, you know, then. So that's 10,950 days that I have repeated some of the same behavior patterns. And, you know, it takes time to break. So, 
Um, I would, I had to transfer, you know, to keep my peace of mind, to keep my sanity. I end up transferring to another DPS office, um, this year, earlier this year, matter of fact, and it was a great experience. It was great to be around a group of women who could relate to me, who I could tell anything and they didn't judge me where there was no drama. There was no mess. They didn't look at me. Um, as being this messy person or being this drama filled person because we didn't have any of that there. So I really appreciate those ladies. Um, it was only 15 of us. Um, so it was definitely a much smaller office from where I came from, where there were over, you know, I think maybe like 60 employees and most of supervision was, um, female. So I really thank God for allowing me to see myself, you know, to see the work that needed to be done. Um, and something clicked in, you know, just in my mind that, you know, I still was not living my purpose. I still was not fulfilling, you know, the thing that God put me on earth for. So I decided that I was going to leave, um, the Texas Department of Public Safety and I was going to go work in a hospital. And luckily for me, um, I was blessed and fortunate enough to obtain a career at MD Anderson, which I currently still work at. And I'm actually, you know, proud of myself for following through with something that I wanted to do. It was a pay cut for me and my children, and it was really hard. But, you know, it still is hard. But I thank God that, you know, I'm in an environment where I can learn, I can grow. The opportunities are endless and the end goal is nursing. So I have three more classes that I will complete in the spring semester of 2023. And I will graduate with an associate's degree in general studies. And then I'll be able to apply for nursing school. What school I'm going to, I have no idea. I am still juggling. Um the thoughts if I want to go to online school or if I want to go to school in person. Um, if I go to school in person, that will result me having to either work part-time or not working at all. And I really want to work at least part-time so that, you know, MD Anderson can still invest in me and pay for my tuition, you know, because nursing school is expensive. So I just pray that God, you know, leads me and guides me um, to that conclusion, you know, when the time comes right now, I haven't made a decision. I've been, you know, doing a lot of research, you know, um, but, you know, I just really don't know what's going to be best for me and my children. You know, having four children is a lot and being a single parent is a lot. Um, and I sometimes I don't want to say that I'm a single parent, you know, because I do have help with my oldest daughter. Um, but unfortunately, you know, to my other children, um, I am a single parent, but my son's father has been uh, very active in his life. If you read the book, um, you know, we did not know each other. We didn't know anything about each other. We just moved right along. And here comes Caden. So I bless God that my son has had the opportunity for the last, um, I would say, three months for his father to be present and active in his life. I am so grateful for that. But um yeah, so, you know, nursing school is something that hopefully, you know, you guys will know about eventually. I'll probably hop back on at some point in my life 
and keep you guys abreast of what's going on. Because I know a lot of people have questions and um, it's hard when nobody wants to tell you anything when you're trying to figure things out. And, you know, you look at people and they're successful and they've obtained all those things that you're trying to do, but they don't want to give you um, any insight on what you should do, how it went out for them. Um, you know, I mean, worked out for them, but you know, that's how, how some people are, but, um, uh, moving right along, I did end up going to work back at the United States Postal Service. Um, in November of 2021, I started working part-time and I was working in Liberty, Texas, and the opportunity presented itself for me to go work back in Baytown, Texas, where I originally started working in, um, 2016 and so it was very um I wouldn't say it was difficult but I would say I was very afraid to walk back into the jungle um there were so many temptations to do and say and I thank God that I didn't do that you know I failed in many areas of my life and um I didn't want to go back through that. I didn't want to do that again. But I thank God for showing me um, myself. You know, a lot of times we beat ourselves up. And I think that's one thing that I definitely have to work on is forgiving myself. Because I walked through the last few years of my life feeling like a real, excuse my French, but I must say it, I felt like a shitty person um, to a lot of people that were connected to me. But... One thing that I did see and I did realize eventually is that a lot of things that I did, the people around me were doing too, but they held me to a different standard and I was nailed to the cross for the things that I said and that I'd done compared to, you know, them doing the things that I were doing, you know, they had different motives or different excuses to, um, kind of justify their behavior, but yet, you know, my head was put on a chopping block. So I thank God for allowing me to move into a position where I could forgive myself and that I can also, you know, admit the fact that I'm human, you know, I'm going to make mistakes. And I pray that God continuously works on me. Um, this last year has really been hard. It's been quiet. It has been one of those years that has been dark for me, um, losing a lot of people around me, losing a lot of connections and friendships and um, loved ones has really just taken a toll on me that unfortunately I have come accustomed to being alone. I have come accustomed to working Monday through Friday, um, you know, not having a social life on the weekends and just being a parent like my world revolves around my children it revolves around taking care of them and I have no outlet to be myself and I know that I'm working on that and I've been praying about that because I know that I have to find a healthy balance to take care of myself because if I'm no good for me I'm no good for my children or the people around me and I have realized that I have realized that, you know, depression is something that 
can take over your life. It's something that'll take you away from the loves, the ones that you love, and it'll take you away from who you are, you know, your core self. Um, you will lose yourself. And, you know, if you're not too careful, you may do and say some things that you'll never be able to take back. So um, this year has also been a reflective one. You know, every time my birthday comes, I try to reflect on who I am and how the last year has, um, you know, changed me, whether if I grew, if I made mistakes, if I had some slip ups, you know, I have, of course, like anybody else, you know, um, kind of went back into some things that I knew I shouldn't have done. And, you know, I regret them, you know, of course, but you know, it is what it is. You know, you can't take back some of that stuff. So I'm still a work in progress. Needless to say, I am still working towards becoming a better person, you know, not for, you know, the people around me, but for myself. So I can be proud of me. So my children can be proud of me. And one day when it's my turn, God will say, you know, well done. And, um, I don't want to go to hell, you know? I think about that all the time. I think about the things that I've done and I've said. And I think about how my life is now with, you know, not having certain connections and relations to people. And maybe not even being able to say, you know, or do any doing anything that could fix it. Um, I think about how that affects, you know, my life after death and what would that look like and I just pray that God just you know continues to work on me he continues to help me um continue to fulfill my purpose you know family is your first ministry and all families go through something and I just pray that you know when it's all said and done it's not too late so you know that's my year as you can see uh, much has happened. Um, no, I'm no longer working at the United States Postal Service anymore. Um, I was working part-time there and working full-time at MD Anderson. So I was working seven days a week. Um, it was a bit stressful. Um, I was tired. I was not um, resting like I should have. Um, and at the time, I was only juggling one class, which now this semester, I'm taking three classes. And even though I miss the money and, you know, money is kind of tight for me and my children, I don't regret it. You know, I can always reapply. I um, resign the proper way. So um, if need be, if I had to pick up something else, I would have. But I know that being a parent is something that I really have to focus on doing because I wasn't home. I would, you know, leave at six, seven o'clock in the morning and I wouldn't get home till eight, nine o'clock at night. And so that's not healthy for me or my children. You know, you can give your children the world. You can buy them everything. You can take them everywhere. But it doesn't, you know, replace quality time. Money doesn't replace, you know, you being at the schools and you being involved in their lives. You having conversations with them and you just really caring about, you know, how their day went and, and you providing them with good meals. You know, fast food is all good. It's quick and all, but it's not healthy for children. Um, so, you know, again, I'm working one job and um, we're making it. God is continuously providing for us and I'm thankful, you know, for him doing so. So, again, you know, I just wanted to come back 
on here and just you know leave you on a positive note i didn't want my last podcast to be um not saying it'll be the last one i ever do but it'll be the last one for a while um i didn't want to leave you guys with you know my tears and my heart aches you know i really wanted to leave you on a better note so i found this article um actually i found it through school um my teacher she suggested that we read it and she it was actually for a math class so i was actually surprised but i it this article just really came in a time where i needed to hear these words the most so i wanted to share it with you guys and i pray that it blesses you and i hope that you know hear my voice and um, hear my truth and, you know, me putting myself out there. I hope it gives you strength. I hope it encourages you. You know, um, we're still here every day. So as long as God gives me breath in my body to get up each and every day, I will fight for my purpose. I will fight for my children. You know, I'll fight for myself. Um, life is not where I want it to be. No, I do not have the house um no I don't have a man and or a companion um to share things with but at the end of the day you know I know those things will come it may be you know a few years five ten years but in the meantime I plan on working on myself because I know I have a lot of work to do the thoughts that rumble through your head the ones inciting anger over what someone did to you, depressing you about what you can't control, igniting and incensing your ethical sense over the cruelty and disregard of others are not helping you. You might believe you are entitled to the negative self-talk. You might actually enjoy wallowing in it sometimes to justify and confirm that you are right. But it gives you nothing and it takes so much of your life away. Negative self-talk doesn't just stay in your mind. It often leads to actions you might sometimes regret. It might encourage you to tell that person off or refuse to be taken advantage of or quit this stupid boss. Or it might lead to a destructive relationship or a breakdown in family relations or isolating yourself from a longtime friend or relative because it helps you to justify that this is the right thing to do. Maybe it's to protect yourself maybe to get justice or maybe just because the pain of the negative self-talk is so deep. You just simply have to do something. Unfortunately, in many cases, even when people see the destructive nature of the self-talk, they aren't willing to let it go. It can be comforting. It can be confirming. It can give you false sense of purpose. What most people don't see is that all negative self-talk does is steal. It steals your attention from the present by helping you stay stuck in the past. It steals your happiness because you can't focus on the good things when your mind is clouded by the negatives. It steals your relationships, your hopes, your opportunity for better things. Negative self-talk gets you in its grips and does everything possible to keep you trapped. Whether it be fear over what could happen, stress over what you need to do and how you will do it, Anger over the way you have been treated, upset over the way of the world, frustration over a friend or partner's actions. It transmits into a myriad of ways and in dozens and dozens of topics. The underlining thread is that your focus and attention are on what's wrong, not on enjoying your now and living an encumbered life.
you might already be thinking, but don't you know my troubles? Everyone is carrying a burden. Some people are asked to deal with more than others, but each day and every human being experiences pain. I'm sorry, that says, but each and every human being experiences pain. Think about people who overcome unrealistic odds to accomplish something and the ones who have been given everything in life and are still miserably unhappy. It is not the circumstances. It is your reaction and responses to what occurs. Turning negative self-talk to something more neutral or positive takes work and focus. It's the natural state to default to negativity. It seems more comfortable to stay stuck. If you want to release yourself from the pain of your own self-talk, there are some things you can do. First, be aware. The longer you spend defending your right to be negative and to inform others they just don't understand your pain, the longer you keep yourself from a more pleasant and contented life. Recognize that these thoughts don't serve you. They don't bring you joy. They don't move you forward. They simply keep you stuck. Choose to acknowledge their choice their presence, um, I'm sorry, and acknowledge their destructiveness. Next, have a plan to counter negative self-talk with something more soothing. You don't have to insert a false sense of positivity if you don't believe it. Your mind will reject anything that isn't true for you. Instead, just learn to move to a neutral state. Can you develop a mantra you like, a poem, saying, or words from a song that comfort and inspire you? Sometimes the act of replacing the negative spool that runs over and over again with something more neutral breaks the cycle. Consider make a list of things you have in your life that make you content and happy. What goes right for you? And after you write down this list, pull it out and read it over and over again until you are comforted that things are really okay. They may not be great, and you may still have to deal with things you don't want to, but your focus is on the good, not what you don't want. Most importantly, refrain from acting on negative self-talk. See if you can move to objectivity instead of emotion. What are the facts of the situation? What will the impact be on you if you choose to deal with things differently? What choices do you have? Going to a state of facts, data, and objectivity Viewpoints often diminishes the sting of emotion associated with negative states. Learning to release yourself from negative ties that bind you to unhappiness will free up time in your life to do things you care about and focus on what matters most to you. I hope you guys really enjoyed that um, article. It just really blessed me. And I feel like it just caught me right where I am in life. Um... I think I'm my biggest critic. And for some reason, I just can't get out of my head. And sometimes I look at things and I think too deep or I make a situation bigger than what it really is because of my reaction to it. And I have lost a lot of things, um, you know, because of that. So I know that that's something that I have to work on. And I hope that, you know, it helped you. You know, if you feel the same way I feel, I hope listening to me read that article to you um, helps you. I kind of chopped up a few of the words and a few of the sentences, so excuse me. But um, I just really want to help somebody. I really want to, you know, 
do something good. And I wish I had people, you know, around me. Not saying that I don't have people around me. I don't want you all to take that, you know, the the wrong way. But sometimes you just need that one person, you know, to encourage you, you know, or all the people around you to encourage you or to be on the same page. And sometimes when you have people you know, around you that are on different pages and have different thoughts and viewpoints and you're, you know, asking them for their opinions and their thoughts on situations, sometimes it can, you know, steer you in a different direction. And so, um, again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a great day.